Hey guys, uh, so owing to a, uh, well, I got pretty bad earache going on here and uh, wearing headphones for an hour plus is kind of out of the question. So me and David are, are going to push back our uh, Watergate series, at least for a couple days here, so I can uh, uh, get this thing back under control. But figured to go back in, find some of the stuff that we've done over the past couple years that maybe you hadn't heard. And this is one of mine and Todd's earlier Desert Island shows from uh, May of 2021 when we were just starting to come back out from COVID, maybe maybe finding the real world again somewhat, but um, this one's uh, all about one-hit wonders, and yeah, hope you enjoy it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, guys. See, I wasn't lying when I said we are coming right back here with another Desert Islands. Uh, this week, me and Todd are going to take a look at, we're going to go back, do some more music, and uh, we're going to take a look at our favorite uh, one-hit wonders of all time. Uh, of course, there's way too many to do, so uh, we're going to go through a little montage here at the beginning before we get to the real fun stuff.
Welcome back to edition three of uh, Shane and Todd's Desert Islands. And uh, this time we're going to be taking on, we're going back to music, as you heard there at the intro. We're going back to uh, One Hit Wonders. Uh, we got a nice big list that I'm sure uh, both of us will think uh, one another is completely wrong about. And, and I, I can already, uh, Todd, I'm lying in wait. I'm lying in wait on one of yours already. Okay. Oh, oh it's going to be fun. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot I cannot wait, and I and I and now the mind is racing as to which yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Is. Oh, which one is it? Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, one hit wonder. You, you gotta, you got some, you got some de- defining problems with these. A lot of times, you know, you, you look at uh, what the Grateful Dead. I think mm-hmm. Touch of Grey is technically yeah. their only one hit wonder. Sure. Um, you and know, have that, they done it, anything since? I think <laughs> not. God. God. Uh, Simple Minds, of course. No, only really known for uh, "Don't You Forget About Me," but which, which but I obviously with a couple well, more, you know, because yeah. like there's the, they had the entire uh, like follow up album with the Sanctify Yourself and like it, like there was so much radio play from other Simple Mind songs. And if and if I, truly if I was going to pick like one of their uh, catalog to actually be sort of like the one hit wonder, it would be Love Song. Which is yeah. back in, like an '80s staple. Yeah. Uh, prior to uh, and this, you actually raise a really, really good point. The it's very hard to peg out very specific one-hit wonders because a one-hit wonder to one person is like, what the fuck are you talking about? These guys are great. Like everyone can go diva whip it. To which I'd say, fuck you very much. Yeah. They have a ton <laughs> of catalog out there, which I find quite. Lou Reed would be one of the Lou Reed, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to put it in the original rapper. I assume that's the song you're going for. Um, but but yeah, so like there's a whole bunch of and and actually I before we get into this, there's a whole bunch of um artists. Like when I was looking up, going, who am I missing? So I kind of like did some some researching. One of the songs was Hobo Hump and Slobo Bay by Whale, which yeah. I agree is a one hit wonder. But I own that album and it's great. Like I just <laughs> love that. Same thing with Stereo MCs, Connected. That entire album is really good. Um, Mighty Mighty Boston's the impression that I get. I love the Boston's. In fact, I, I would say on that album, that's the worst song. Like it's I, like, yeah, I, have, I think uh, that, that that was mentioned by one of the listeners here. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, one that was actually on my wedding playlist, and I did not do it, was the Caesars uh, Jerk It Out, which yes. is a complete it's, – it's a nice little Hammond organ-y – Totally like early 2000s throwback to 60s uh, uh, kind of uh, hip wave stuff. It's yeah, it's 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 kind of psychedelic, but it's also very kind of anchored in 2000 sensibility. I, I, I think it's it, it's incredibly hard. Almost every single one of these I, I, I know on my list and, you know, I'm quite certain on yours. I didn't double check all of them. I mean, almost all these bands, because you have one that cracks the top five. Mm-hmm. You come back later with something sniffing around. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, there aren't a lot of bands like well, the Capitals with Cool Jerk was in the uh, the intro uh, uh, montage there. Ne- never did anything else. Um, what was it? Reunion that did uh, Life as a Rock with the radio rolled me. Yeah. Uh, never did anything else. Steam, of course, a band completely made up to do Hey Hey Na Na Kiss Him yeah, Goodbye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I mean, th- there's not there's not a lot of those. Um, well, it, think of Sugar Ray, those poor fellas. Yeah, because like, they have an actual career, but they, they, they didn't allegedly, want it. allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, here's the thing. They didn't want it Their uh, They they did their their one song like they their their business plan was make one good song, take the money and run. And then they followed it up with another song. And it was like yeah. uh, and then they were like, like in the green room going, fuck, I guess we're a band now and <laughs> we got to go. So. See, you gotta be smart. You gotta be. You gotta pull a Billy Crystal, right? You record, you look marvelous, and yes. then just get the fuck out of the music industry <laughs> altogether. Yeah. Go make a movie that is so inside baseball and comedy, no one likes it, and even comics hate it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I was, I mean, a, a loose, loose guideline, but you know, I, I think, um, I think we both did a pretty good job of trying to stick to, to, I don't know what, what you would call it, like the, the underlying. I don't fucking know what words I'm trying to use this morning. Um, but, you know, the, the idea of, of, of what a one hit wonder should be. Um, so I guess with that, fuck it, let, let's just get going since we already took 10 minutes to do the intro. And <laughs> Todd, you can, you can run it away. Let's go. Okay, uh, I'm going to start with this one. Um, as soon as I thought one hit wonders, it's always good to start with a cover version. Um this I, I only know this band because of this song. I know nothing else from I've never heard them heard from them since. So uh, here they are. Age of Chance with Kiss.
Major Chance, first of all, I, I'm a huge fan. This is uh, like when I think of like what's my favorite Prince song, this is up there. Uh, Kiss is my favorite Prince. Song, it's it's so. it's it's right because it's just when you watch the video, it was one it was one of the things like I uh, when I was on vacation with my parents at one point. It was you know in the eighties, obviously, and um, we our hotel room had MTV, and I had never seen it before, so I was glued to that. I was like, go out and enjoy the sunshine. Go shut up. There's a there's a Simple Minds video. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they would play this song. And I, it, they were playing the original prince's version of kiss video so that kind of got grafted to my soul in hoops of steel mm-hmm. and even the covers like tom jones's cover of this song is pretty fun and it's and it's and it's pretty on point and i hit a, a this this kind of hit me in the numbers of kind of my my uh my 80s age and angst that i just like really kind of crunchy deconstructed guitar sounds and this was one of them. And it just kind of like, yeah, you know what? This I think this qualifies as a one-hit wonder. Age of Chance never did anything else after this, as far as I can tell. Um, they're from Leeds, so that scratches my uh, uh, wedding present, um, uh, New Fast on Mac Daffodils uh, itch. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun version. Um, you know, they give themselves a, 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 their own little wink in the, in the first line of the song. So, yeah, they know what they're doing. It's fun. Yeah, I, 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 this is one I had to go look at because I remembered they had a song over here that made in the like I don't know if it was like the dance charts or something. It was something I'd heard before. It was like "Don't Get Mad," I think. Um, but they also did a cover of "Disco Inferno" on the same album, which um, you okay. really don't need to go listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, I think, I think they actually recorded, uh, the kiss while Prince's kiss was still in the charts, uh, but it didn't yeah. come out for a number of years. So no, it, it was, yeah. I, I found it in the reissue of 97. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think made in like 86 or sorry, uh, 87 was, uh, was when it was re-released, but then 86 was kind of when it, it was, uh, yeah. uh, first thought of. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it'd be a really good idea is if uh, see see this guy Prince. Mm-hmm. What if he's covered his shit? Right, because <laughs> we know it's good. <laughs> uh, you know that that is one of the hallmarks of of a lot of, uh, I guess, the truer one hit wonder people are the ones that just do a cover and then they're like, shit, we gotta fucking write our own music. God mm-hmm. damn it! No, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> god all right uh first one for me i'm i'm going way back you guys are going to notice a trend here pretty quick uh i'm sure todd did scroll through my list i found it very hard not to leave the 80s (laughs) and uh i found it very hard shane Shane went who's dead See, I grew up, so here here uh, around Chicago, we had, like, John Records, Landecker, and all, all these great old old DJs that were hangovers from the, you know, like, American Bandstand era. So all we ever listened to growing up was the oldies station, right? And, of course, that era of music has a shit ton of people who put out 145 on their cousin's uh, uh, label that CBS randomly picked up and then uh, uh, turned into a single. So... Um, the the first one I'm going with is the uh, Maurice Williams in the in the Zodiac's classic uh, "Stay." Hey, I'm just a 
Williams wrote this song when he was 15, uh-huh. which I think I think has something to do with the fact um, that it's only a minute and 36 seconds long. <laughs> it is the shortest, shortest track to ever chart in the Billboard Top 40. Um, I, I, it's it's you couldn't pick a more one-hit wonder single in if you ever fucking tried. Um, mm-hmm. But no, he wrote this like seven years before it came out. He he was trying to, you know, he had a bird over to his house and trying to trying to convince her to to stay just mm-hmm. a little bit longer. Um, and uh, so he's like, yeah, you know, the words just came to me. It's like, yeah, you just wrote down what 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 you were saying to her, and then uh, you, you repeated it once. And then that that was that was pretty much it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quite, it has been covered. I, I don't even know how many fucking times. Uh, th- this song's been everywhere, and it's one of those. I you know it gets picked up in tons of movies. I think the Four Seasons did it. Jackson Brown did it. Sidney Lauper did it. Like <laughs> it's 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 been beat to the ground ever since. And sadly, of course, Jackson Brown had to turn it into like a five minute song. Right. Um, because yeah, you know, minute thirty six obviously wasn't enough for him. So right, but uh, I, I just you know re- really define that era. Uh, there's more doo wop songs, and uh, well, I'll be getting to at least one more of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I mean, for ninety six seconds of music, you know, mm-hmm. that's that, that's doing something that's nope. still staying around all these years later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, the so so. You definitely took a different departure than I would in Chicago because, yes, it is the sound of some – it is the birthplace of a lot of great kind of root-style music um, that a lot of uh, future genres needed to tip a hat to. Um, but you also have the Chicago house scene, which yeah. – I would have been in like white on rice and uh, (laughs) this podcast would not be happening because I'd be under a bridge somewhere tweaking. Um, (laughs) That is how I would lose myself. (laughs) Well, I will say, uh, you know, just this one, actually, this is our first one to make it the number one. Right. uh, We'll say. And then it was uh, immediately bumped off by Elvis's. Are you lonesome tonight? So it, it held on to that spot for one week. And then, uh, yeah, Elvis came along and, you know, took something from black people like he did his whole fucking career. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Maurice Williams with Stay. Todd. Right. Take it. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with um, uh, Sherry Keene and a lot of people going, who's Sherry Keene? Including Canadians. <laughs> um, this song uh i'll tell you about it right now but uh after after you hear it uh here it is uh, i want you back by sherry king
Now, just some details about this. Uh, it wasn't even outrageously popular when it came out. <laughs> like the only country that it um, it charted in uh, was Canada, and it hit number nineteen. Um, See, I, I think I, you seem to have missed the hit part of what but, what we were doing. I, honestly, when you put this in, I thought you had another fucking cover. I thought no, somebody covered no, the no, 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 no. No, uh, and that's the hoodoo gurus you're thinking of. I want you back. No, um, it is it is this, and and she she was known like she was known, and I, I think the reason that it didn't chart higher in Canada is that there was just a whole bunch of other stuff on top of it. Um, this was this was kind of like this this song was buoyed by something we have in Canada called CanCon, which is the promotion of Canadian musical artists on Canadian airwaves. And so there was a, a percentage there. A lot of artists in the 80s and early 90s got buoyed by this um, uh, by this legislature that stated that an X, X amount of um, musical content on the airwaves needed to be Canadian content. So she was one of these people. Mm-hmm. And she and it's not like she doesn't have like a like a big tenure uh, because one of her original bands she started out in was called the Sharks, uh, which had two founding members in it, a blue rodeo. Okay. Which is by far and away a much a, a much larger Canadian outfit. Yeah. Um, one of the guys that was in there, Cleve Anderson, the drummer um, of the Sharks, was in. This is this is a resume. Sherry Keane, the the solo artist, he was the the drummer for for her, the drummer for the Forgotten Rebels, fantastic Canadian punk band, the Vile Tones, another yeah. Canadian yeah. Uh, uh, punk band, uh, the Battered Wives, not a great name, and Blue Rodeo. <laughs> Um, but Sherry Keen, Sherry Keen went on. She also had a, she had actually had a country hit, um, called diamonds and pearls. It came out in, uh, in 88. Uh, but this was kind of like her, her, her kind of dance intro and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it, it was just one of those songs that always kind of stuck with me. Uh, and whenever it came on the radio, it was like, yeah, 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 let's turn that up. So it was getting like a ton of airplay. Um, it was great. So there we go. Nope. Never, ever, ever heard this song uh, i knew there was going to be these things where you go only in canada huh yeah all right well i guess yeah yeah i i, I do love that, that there's a uh so, so i was looking this one up last night try, oh. trying to figure this one out there's a footnote on her wikipedia page uh i, I don't know if you caught this one but uh, sherry Keene left the music industry and is currently a tour guide at the mcculloch heritage center in Pictou, nova scotia yep. that's right so, i mean she's She's uh yeah, she made it. Know this about a lot of retired <laughs> Canadian artists. They work at cultural centers. They work they they work at cultural centers, or um, uh, you might recognize their voice coming at you through a Tim Hortons takeout speaker. <laughs> Are they changing your tires at some place? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the basis from Brockman Turner Overdrive. Yes, that's. <laughs> Come on, that, that's 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 the remnants of the guess who, damn it! Good lord. <laughs> oh man, uh, let's let's go ahead. We'll fire up one of y'all's John Roberts, good old good old listener here, and um, uh, good music man also. He he actually fired through his top five here, so he's got the shot by both sides magazine. Of course, ninety nine red balloons with Nina, uh, uh-huh. Norman Greenbaum's Fear in the Sky, uh-huh. turning Japanese. Oh, yeah, by the vapors. Yes, and the crazy world of Arthur Brown. Nice. Fire. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like this. I like I, I like the good eclectic mix. Uh, whereas with me, I'm just going to keep doing songs from the 60s. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Fuck it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get the big one out of the way for me. Uh, coming up next, uh, this song, I want to say, it made, it made it to fourth in the U.S. billboards. So, okay. in a chart that people have actually uh, heard of. Um, as opposed to the Canadian alt country singles chart. <laughs> um, God, I like what I like. <laughs> uh, and, and I think I think a lot of people might, uh, our listeners might remember the Bay City Rollers covering this uh, in, in the in the early seventies. I think it, it reached the top ten in the UK over there. But uh, next up for me is Keep On Dancing by the Gentries. I keep on dancing for Substantial group. It was a seven-member group. Uh, maybe most famously known for uh, Jimmy Hart, as in the Mouth of the South from uh, WWF, Jimmy Hart uh, being one of the vocalists. Although mm-hmm. not, not not the vocalist on this track. Uh, and also uh, my mom's cousin being the keyboardist, um, which uh, I didn't meet Larry for a long time. It turned out, um, you know, but my mom's side of the family being from the South wasn't too keen on the kind of person that wanted to play keyboards in a, in a pop band and um, mm-hmm. maybe dress a little bit too uh, womanly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Larry was not, Larry was not at a lot of family functions growing up, but I don't mm-hmm. know. My mom always stayed in touch with him. So, but uh, keep on dancing, of course. Well, much like stay uh, before this one uh short as hell it's actually two minutes and uh, eight seconds though so my songs yeah. are getting longer substantially. Yes. 
Finally. <laughs> um, it's it's only like it's one short recording though repeated <laughs> with yeah. with a what was considered one of the one of the big drum fills of the day. It was Larry Wall just playing a just a simple drum roll. But you gotta remember this is before Wipeout. So right. Right, we right. did there weren't drum solos on the air. Uh, and also the, the the good it's got the false fade that you're going, Oh, okay, it's gonna end after oh, oh no, they're gonna repeat it a third time. A third time they're gonna repeat the exact same thing. All right, mm-hmm. cool. I got it. <laughs> uh, man. But no, it's yeah, just, it's it's a fun song. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's it's so I mean like I said, it's simple as shit. I, I came. I mean, the Gentry's were even the, the the first ones to record it, but they were the first one to to get it. And you know, they ended up on the the national TV type things, which is again kind of cool, being to look back and see a member of my family standing behind a mm-hmm. keyboard, mimicking like he's playing on uh, 1960s American television. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, they weren't quite live shows back then. Uh, <laughs> um. And, uh, yeah, you know, like I said, of course, there were people over there. You gotta remember the Bay City Rollers doing it. Uh, right. Okay, it was it was a few years later. I want to say in the early seventies, but um, oh, did did make it to all the way up to number four for a couple weeks. That's fun. In the in nineteen sixty five, yeah, mm-hmm. and it stayed. I, I don't know. It stayed in the top one hundred for a couple months. Anyway, they ended up selling a million copies. So mm-hmm. not 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 bad work. Not That's bad not work. bad at all. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we go, the Gentries okay. with a uh, keep on dancing. Todd, Sweet. what um, what obscure <laughs> Northern Ontario uh, truck stop? Fucking <laughs> it's if I do nothing, I educate. <laughs> if I do nothing, um, this one I I stand by, no question. Uh, again, this is very Canadian. Um, and this has a bit of a, a, a bittersweet moment to it, uh, but here it is. This is uh, Blue Peter, Don't Walk Past.
So Blue Peter, I uh, knew, first of all, um, they are from Toronto. They're a um, uh, kind of like the first intro or kind of like part of that first push of Canadian new wave and synth pop that was um, starting in the early 80s and, and went through. And Don't Walk Past is one of those songs that if you're in Canada and Toronto very specifically, if you're at like an 80s night yeah. and they... Um, uh, start, you know, playing the playing the use, you know, you get your um, dancing with myself by your Billy Idols or your Generation X, depending upon which uh, track cutting you're going to get. Uh, you get uh, Come on Eileen. But as soon as that um, that intro guitar and drum riff start, um, everyone hits the floor um, and is doing that very kind of stilted new romantics wearing a suit 80s two foot shuffle. It's beautiful <laughs> to watch. And, uh, and, and Blue Peter was kind of like that. So they, they, they were c- part of this kind of clutch of, uh, of bands that uh, were really kind of trying out this musical style in, in Toronto and then kind of uh, grew up from that. Um, so this was very much an, an underground uh, hit. Um, and, and CFNY, which is now Edge 102 in, in Toronto, CFNY was known for pushing the boundaries of radio and providing Canadians or, or, or more to the point, uh, Tor- Torontonians. Uh, because they didn't have satellite radio at that point, but you know, all of Toronto listened to CFNY uh, 102.1. Uh, Spirit of the Radio by Rush is about that radio station. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. and so yep. they would get regular airplay on that station. So they were always kind of like in the forefront, always kind of on the on the on the leading edge. Um, and it's one of those bands where everyone goes, "Oh shit, yeah, Blue Peter." Um, they were also uh, kind of like part part of uh, breeding ground. As well, there's a couple of uh, members that kind of slid into into that band as well. Um, there's another one hit, "Happy Now I Know," uh, which also has a Molly Johnson singing on it. Um, well, uh, it, it, interestingly enough, here Chinese graffiti. Guess who sang backup on Chinese graffiti? Oh, I know. Could it Do be you? Sherry Keen? It was Sherry Keen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you literally looked at my notes. Um, <laughs> And uh, the sad part is uh, Paul Humphrey, who is the uh, the lead singer, he just passed away um, uh, in April. He passed away on April 4th. Um, and I, I actually remember this video because it was yeah. on MTV. Yeah. Like, like, uh, little known fact, uh, MTV did used to mm-hmm. play music videos. It's very, it's, it, you know what? <laughs> and if you tell the kids that today, they won't believe you. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. But then we had it tough. <laughs> um, so yeah it, uh as, as soon as i thought of one hit wonders this one was like i was always trying to track down the 12 inch single of it um always I, I finally found it and i just uh played it nonstop. it's just it's it's a lovely little song the video is so weird and based on apparently um uh, blade runner so huh. yeah i don't remember that many typewriters anyway <laughs> um 
Yeah. If you if you like guys in suits with synths, this is this is your stop. Uh, yeah, I, I I remember this one as a kid, and it's it, yeah, it's an enjoyable. It's, it's it's got a good beat, and you can dance to it. Yes, I give it a sixty, Dick. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You know, the nice part is, because I mean, how short all my songs are, I'm just playing the full length of the track instead of, like, clipping them. Yeah. So people just get everything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So if you like the shit, now you know how to go look it up. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Blue Peter. I like Let this. Let me Google that for you. Yeah. Yeah. What what one of your dumbass Canadian bands I actually knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next up for me, I, I'm just gonna get the last doo-wop song out of the way. Um, this the, this one goes even back, I think, earlier than Stay. If I'm doing the math right on this, um, because this one come out in 1956 or 57, because I lost my notes here, mm-hmm. uh, and also reached number four, just like the Gentries. Mm-hmm. But uh, this was one on uh, Dot Records that that. Big, big label, Dot Records. <laughs> and this is the uh, the Dell Vikings with Come Go With Me.
never give me a chance. Stop, fun band this is a song look if you've seen american graffiti if you've seen fucking stand by me diner uh what what else is this in uh joe versus the volcano yeah you, you know that i mean I, everybody knows this song mm-hmm. if you've watched any pop culture movie of the past fucking 60 years you know this song yes um and, and the dell vikings i mean the, the, this is one of those ones again where, where you gotta make the hard decision because they did have a couple more follow-up tracks, um, and actually, like one, one of the first, um, uh, I guess, racially mixed musical, uh, uh, you know, outfits uh, of the era. Um, these guys were all Air Force uh, enlistees, mm-hmm. all stationed in uh, somewhere outside of Pittsburgh originally, but they were constantly having to replace members. Um, so come go with me. I think it was uh, while well, Clarence Quick, who was like one of the central hubs of this of this band, uh, wrote it. It was a guy named Norman Wright on the lead vocals, who was not there for any of the other. Uh, like Whispering Bells would be the one um, I think people people remember most uh, for for their follow up ones because that also reached the top ten uh, in the singles chart and was also in Stand by Me. So. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, nah, I just I, the, these kinds of tracks, I just fucking this doo-wop shit where, you know, you got a guy playing a stand up bass and somebody playing just a simple cocktail set drum part. And then you got five guys singing. Right. And it, it's just fucking great. And yes. also this one, you get that awesome late 50s, early 60s, two note saxophone solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kicks ass. Kicks so much ass from start. <laughs> it's like, can, can anybody here play a sax? Well, no, but uh, I, I think I could do this. All right, yeah, yeah, go, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. The, <laughs> the only thing better than a two-note sax saxophone solo is the one-note Ramones guitar solo. <laughs> very, very much the predecessor for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, but, yeah, like I said, the, the, this is it. This is that shit that you know. With, with the oldie stations around here, and, and even like the local AM radio station when I was a kid, still playing this kind of shit. You know, mm-hmm. like when you couldn't get the Chicago FM station in to actually listen to it on stereo, you had 1360 WLBK over in DeKalb pumping this shit out all day. And it, it, was, it was just great music. Timeless fucking good music. You know, it's the kind of wholesome music that, yeah, all right, they're talking about banging, but they're not explicitly <laughs> talking about banging, you know? <laughs> it's the kind of it's the kind of sexy crime music you can listen to in front of the kids. <laughs> right. There's like I, I I was going through my songs on my iPhone the other day and Lollipop came up. Yeah. Like my boy Lollipop, like yeah. that one is like oh, there's never been a better blowjob song than that one. Like, there's just <laughs> that's you don't do better. It's like I I love I love how innuendo soaked music from that era is. Because they couldn't be overt, so they're like, no. "Okay, I'm <laughs> I, stuffing I, I my envelopes here. for you, baby. I'm gonna <laughs> stuff your envelope, you know." Uh, you know, the, the other last note on this is, of course, the Beach Boys covering it horribly. 
<laughs> in the late seventies. This is like when they were trying to get Brian Wilson back out of the fucking bathtub. So right. they, they wanted him to do the horn arrangement, which again, there isn't a horn arrangement. It should just be one saxophone playing two notes. So Wilson shows up to the studio just in a bathrobe and writes a horn arrangement down on a piece of paper and then goes back home. <laughs> Good, good Beach Boys. Good Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was thinking, uh, just as you said, cover version. I'm, I immediately thought of another one that could have shown up on this list was uh, Love Spit Love's cover of uh, How Soon Is Now, ah, which, which showed up in the Craft soundtrack. And there was that time when, like, oh, you don't touch the Smiths, you don't cover How Soon Is Now. That's sacrosanct. It's like now it's like, oh yeah, Morrissey's an asshole. Okay, do what you want. Yeah. Um, but you listen to that, and it's like it's not like the it's not like uh, Butler didn't have like credentials. Like he was a lead singer of Psychedelic Furs for years. Yeah. Does Love Spit Love? It's a great version. Yeah. It's a great version, and that qualifies as one hit wonder. I would throw that out on this list. Yeah, I, th- I think that that one makes it. That one makes mm-hmm. it. Uh, let's see. Let's go to another listener here, Gavin Reddick, who 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 apologized wholeheartedly yeah. for his question. On uh, on Tuesday's Crow Pod, Gavin will forgive you, nah. but uh, <laughs> he went with uh, it's got crazy by Charles Barkley. Yeah. Uh, the impression that I get. Oh, by the yep, but, mm, still, yeah. Hope I uh, never lose my wallet is probably their best song. <laughs> Nothing compares to you. I'm I'm questioning your staunchness here now, Gavin. <laughs> What, what, Especially when men. I don't know. I, I guess she did tear up a picture of a pope. Yeah, right? there you go. She's, yeah. you know, fuck it. Uh, yeah, but she nailed counter. Uh, my Sharona by the Knack. Who mm-hmm. got, you know, it's one of those ones that stayed off my list. See, and to me, like, the, I, I think part of the thing with them is because the drummer who came in after they cut that is from Rockford. So I think of a uh, lot more of their music being popular than it actually is. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like if you go to Buffalo, uh, and uh you get strange looks when you go, who are the goo goo dolls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course he, he's got one, one of the staple nineties, nineties uh, tracks here with uh, blind melons, no rain, which mm-hmm. of course kept off the, uh, the montage. See, now I look, I, the only reason that song got as popular as it did is because uh-huh. it came out in 1994, mm-hmm. which is when they tried to redo Woodstock. Right. And that song, like, fit this little click in in people of my generation or maybe just slightly older you know like in your group's head of what woodstock was mm-hmm. when really it was just a, a guy with a fucking heroin problem <laughs> just like and that, that great track great track mm-hmm. but uh yeah I, I never really saw anything else that blind melon did that i was like eh, okay we missed right. something there. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah mm. oh so let's go back, Todd. All right. We got, we got, uh, we each got two left, I do believe. Yes. Uh, I actually have a number one hit. Oh my God. Yes. He's done it right. <laughs> yes. I have a number one hit. Uh, in, asterisk. In Iceland. <laughs> uh, no, in Canada. <laughs> this song hit number one in Canada. I think one of the, I, I don't even think in Holland where they're from, it charted at number one. Um, but uh, here we are. This is Diesel with Sausalito Summer Night. Sausalito Summer Night. 
so many things for me, and and amongst the top of it is uh, of of the list is the amount of misunderstanding I had about this song and this band when I was a kid. Okay, this uh, it, so it it hit number one in the Canadian charts because. Uh, small town Ontario loves themselves a nice little guitar riff. And this has that, it has that beautiful hook off the top stays throughout the entire song. Got some nice harmonics in the vocals. Um, you know, talking about, you know, hanging out with your car, getting burgers, you know, watching girls and, (laughs) you know, and it's in, in this, this really mystical sounding California town called Sausalito. You're thinking it's like, Oh, this is like beach boys adjacent. And, and these guys are from California. Like, Oh, we're listening to, you know, (laughs) us popular music. Like this is what I'm going through my head. And like when, when it's in 1980, when, when I, when I heard this song, I was like, oh, my God, this is so mystical. And these guys are so cool. They're American. First of all, they're Dutch. Um, <laughs> and um, they're, they're singing about Sausalito, which uh, if you've never been, uh, I have been. It's just on the other side of the bridge from San Francisco. Um, huge, massive town. Population 7,000. Um, <laughs> like 2,000 more than the small town I grew up in. Yeah. And they're singing about this place. Actually, um, like 2,000 2, less than the small town I grew up in. <laughs> yeah, right? And so, uh, and, and so, like, there was so much mysticism built into this song when I was a kid. And um, I didn't realize the band was Dutch. I didn't realize that Sausalito was just a small town like the one I was sitting in. Um, uh, I will say this, though. My wife and I did go eventually go to Sausalito when we were in San Francisco. Best tacos I've ever had in my life. Never right. shows up in the song. Best tacos I've ever had in my life. By the way, happy Cinco de Mayo. Um, Go so, spend money at a Mexican bar, please. Yes. <laughs> Give them your money. <laughs> uh, I have filled the fridge with Tecate. I am ready for tonight. Um, the, try, it, I've got tamales. We're good. Yeah. Um, it, there's there's definitely... Do you still? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just a couple. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's, it's, it's got so much like guitar raunchiness to it. The melody is great. Um, uh, there have been people that say it's, um, uh, it, it kind of sounds like Steve Miller and I yeah. get that. See, that was so, cause that, this is another, it did chart here and I hadn't heard it in forever. Right. And I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, this song I was like, shit, that, that, all right, that's got some Steve Miller thing to it. And then of yeah. course I went and looked it up and it was like, Often cited as a, a Steve Miller ripoff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there is there is a moment, and I think I, I can't remember the Steve Miller song, but like I, I'll I'll hear it play on the radio. And go, oh, they're playing these. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like when you think they're playing the Clash and it's garbage. Um, it's kind of like that. But like, yeah, like I I had no idea that it was as popular. Like I knew I liked it. I didn't realize that all of Canada liked it as well. And it was just kind of like, Oh, that's cool. Like we helped out some Dutch people. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) It's like world war two all over again. Exactly. (laughs) Hi, give us your tulips. We'll take your music too. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't. uh, I, I think I remember that. I think my brother had this. um, Sure. I don't know if I don't know if he had the 45 or if he had the the actual LP that it was on, but um, yeah, I did. It was one that. Oh yeah, yeah. So see, all right, you, you did okay. I mean, it made all the way to the top 25 in the U.S. So, yes. Which yeah, that basically makes you the the best selling record of all time in Canada. So. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
they, if they ever come over again, they'll get a parade. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, I was, I was trying to, God damn it. I thought they had another song on you, but maybe not. Yeah, I'm done scrolling now. Yeah, this, this no, I, uh, I, trust me, I was looking up. I was like, ooh, is there anything else by Diesel? And literally the internet went, nothing you need to know about. No, like, okay, yeah, no. all right. Just done. keep moving, son. Yeah, <laughs> yep. you, have, you got your one. You got your one. Don't worry about it. Well, I, I guess I'll, I'll go with the, uh, the track. Uh, sounds like it's not a band from where it's from. And to me, I, it, the 90s was, a, was another good era. Of one hit wonders, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, let's 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 be honest here. I, I think I know I know you still got one to come, mm-hmm. but uh, you had what? Uh, you, had, you had Aqua with Barbie Girl, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, of course, the verb pipe verb pipe with Freshman. I had OMC's How Bizarre and in, in the sure. thing at the beginning. Meredith Brooks singing about a bitch. Yeah. Um, what else? Hansen, Four Non Blondes. I, mm-hmm. I can't even think. I mean, it was it was a good. It was a good time for One Hit Wonders when we were younger. Do you remember the band Ruby? Uh, yes. With the with the song called Tiny Meat? It sounds yes. <laughs> that that is another great One Hit Wonder uh Scottish front uh front singer okay. as as I recall. I saw them at Lee's Palace and the only reason I went and saw them was like, "Oh, I like that song. Guess what? That's their song." Yeah. And <laughs> but it got me side note, it got me into this band called Stum. Mm-hmm. from ireland who had one album in them ladies and gentlemen look them up that is a fun fun it's 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 a slightly more happier version of therapy <laughs> oh no i, I used to be able to smoke just at my slightly therapist. not much more but it yeah. doesn't take much to go to go uh, up from therapy so yeah give it stum uh <laughs> is so great like like uh, i was happy to sit through a lot of dross listening for tiny meat to finally be played and <laughs> and knowing like stum was just they stole the show for me and it's like it's one of those moments i'm sure you've had this where you go you show up and, and a band's playing and you hear the first song you go okay and you hear the second song you go hmm all right and then their third song you're like where's the merch table <laughs> and it, that was them. I, I think they only had one album in them and it's just so great so and you bought every copy. I bought uh, it. You know where I finally <laughs> bought it? Because I couldn't find it in Canada. You know where I had to buy it? Right. Used record store in Chicago, baby. Perfect. Yeah. See? Which one? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, um, God damn it. Useless. I was sitting here. I, I, I had to pick one from my lifetime anyway. Yes. Uh, and of course, yeah, again, I mean, you could, like the Macarena. It's Skilo with I Wish, which was fucking just fantastic again in that mid 90s but i i went i went for the one to me absolutely the best single one hit wonder of my life but you got you got a swedish rock band doing that thing where nobody knows that they're swedish uh mm-hmm. this of course coming out the back of ace of bass coming mm-hmm. off the the 20 year absence of abba <laughs> um, yes Love and now, now apparently are somewhat problematic. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, well uh, you know, I mean, I guess if you're bred to be Aryan master race, but uh, <laughs> uh, but Love Fool by uh, by the Cardigans. Gorgeous.
Uh, made famous, of course, by uh, the god-awful Romeo and Juliet uh-huh. of 1996. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, you could not get away from this song. No. At all. No. And also, I mean, to be honest, the way Nina Person looked at the time, I didn't really want to get away from this song as a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> right, I mean, right, it, right, right, it, was, right. it was, the hook was, I mean, the, the simplest fucking bass line mm-hmm. that, that you could ever come up with. Uh, just, just her fantastic. I mean, her her vocals are everything that you want in a Swedish pop. You know, yes, was right. I mean, they're just these ringing, chiming vocals that she layers her own harmonies, and you're like, God damn, that's just, oh, okay. Um, and, and just you know, the, the the sad love song laid on top of a really poppy. It's got to be like 110 or 112 beats a minute. Um, just, just everything you want. It's, it's that. One four two five. It's it's in A major. It's just oh god, it's great. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It's so um, good. And I'm trying to th- no, hold on. I gotta go check my chart position now. After okay. I put you all over you. Uh, UK twenty one. Where the hell's the US? Oh, number two. Number two. Oh no, mainstream top forty. Number one. Ha! Number one. There yes. you go. There you go. Atta boy. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. If we were going by chart position, you blow me out of the water. Like this. This is old firm <laughs> smacking. Um, you know, you've got a Rebo this, running up the side. And I'm thinking I, I'm I just, I just brought Jermaine Defoe on, right? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking at this as, as Sherry King going, "Are you my Lee Griffiths? Like, what's <laughs> going on?" Um, couple of points about this song. I think my favorite rendition was done in the Office. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it drives uh, <laughs> Rashida Jones completely nuts. Uh, that's a great scene. And by the way, that gets stuck in your head. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say to you, as great as that song is, that's not even my favorite Cardigan song. See, that's the hard part. Because I, 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 I got a weird thing with Swedish, like, especially the post-punk era Swedish shit. Like, Mando Diaz is one of my favorite bands, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I've got a couple Cardigans albums. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, but this is the one that counts for what we're doing here. No, no, I get it. I get it. But I, I, I wouldn't qualify. Here's my thing. The only yeah. reason I would throw a little bit of shade at this is that, and, and I can't really stand up because I think it's a better song, but it didn't chart uh, my favorite game. Okay. Yeah. My favorite game, yeah. I think, is one of, is, is, it's not just one of their best songs. I think it's one of the best songs. Yeah. It's, and, and the video for it is just staggeringly great. Yeah. Just so fun. Well, you know, I, I'll tell people, too, because it's uh, this is one of those ones that, like, you see the band do it and, you know, you're not aware of them. You don't own their albums like we do. Um, go watch them perform this live because it's every bit as good as as the, the, the original studio version. And, and, and like, even all the way through it, the, you know, I'm pretty sure the Cardigans are still together, actually. Um, still performing it. Still great. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's very... Very good. Yeah. So yeah. not 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 now that the uh, now that you uh ripped the piss out of my song <laughs> for for exactly just say see see I I wouldn't count it. So go go ahead and tell me what your last one. Actually, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Let, let's let's get one last listener out of the way here. Sure, let, yeah, let yeah, go, yeah. Let's let me go pick one out. Uh who'd we get? Scotia eighty. So you got uh, Len with "Steal My Sunshine." That's I like. That's that one's that that yeah. one will get stuck in your head. 
I get I'm all right with that. That that that's up there with uh, uh what, what what the hell was the one um new radicals the uh, oh uh, yeah you get what you get yeah yeah same same thing same thing. Um, Interesting side note about that band. Um, my uh, my ex wife loved uh, that song. You get what you give. And uh, we went to the record store one day and we each bought albums and she got the new radicals. We gave it a listen and it got to that. And I believe it was the lead track. And it's like, OK, this is good. Then we listened to the rest of the album and I could just see the love for this uh, outfit just drain out of yeah. her. Kind of like the way she looked at me by the end of our marriage. <laughs> and uh, and I turned to her and went, how are the new radicals now? Shut up. And um, it's probably comments like that on as as to why we're not yeah, together still. I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, he's also got Blind Melon, No Rain, uh, which you may not know a few lists. I got Rocheford with Cuddly Toy, The Breeders with Cannonball, and McCalmont yep. and Butler with Yes. Mm-hmm. And fuck it, we'll, we'll go ahead. I'll get one more here. We got Ian Murray chiming in. He's got John Farnham with You're the Voice. Okay. Uh, Dylanese with Got Five on it. Mm-hmm. Cracker with Low. Uh, oh! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. I know. Oh, all right. See, they, they had more than one single in Canada. Yeah. Um, well, again, so I, 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 I didn't, I didn't do mind. that because they, they, they had more than one. Uh-huh. So I couldn't, keep, I couldn't put that. Keep that in mind with the next song. Uh, he's got Warren G, <laughs> Warren G with Regulate, and of course, Mental as Anything with Live It Up. Yeah. So, okay. so Todd, what's, 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 um, what's your last? band that definitely only had one song definitely that only had one one to me i don't qualify the other okay literally the <laughs> two others and it's like when you th- when, honestly when i say this band's name you don't go little miss can't be wrong no one says that <laughs> no one says pocket full of fucking kryptonite are they those guys no no spin doctors here it is to print Just go ahead now and 
That's what I said now. Princess, princess who adore you. Just go ahead now. One last diamond in his pocket. And that's our friend now. This one who wants to buy you rockets. Ain't it it yet now? Marry him or marry me. I'm the one that let me live. Can't you see? I ain't got no bitch up in the tree, but Just go ahead now, and if you like to tell me, maybe just go ahead now, and if you wanna buy me flowers, just go ahead now, and if you like to talk for hours, just go ahead now, and if you want to call me, maybe just go ahead now, and if you like to tell me, maybe just go ahead now, and if you like to buy me flowers, just go ahead now, and if you. And again, you you fall into this trap of like, well, what about all the others? It's like, again, on someone else's list, Devo is going to be there and I will just go and piss on their house in the night, you know, because (laughs) I know in my heart they have more than one. Peekaboo is what I will say. Um, What what's not to like about the song? Like as I was going through. I love two princes. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. by the way, just so the listener knows, a little bit of inside baseball is kind of behind the scenes. This is what you get on the DVD extras. Shane went, well, you took my two princes. Like, ha! <laughs> We've got to be on the list anyway. Um, so I'll take it. And then you can say, well, what about these singles? They don't count. Yeah. Um, but this one does. I mean, like, this one hit number one U.S. Billboard uh, Top 40. Uh, U.S. Mainstream uh, Rock, number two. Adult Contemporary, it snuck its way onto that one, number 24. I'm a uh, U.S. Cash, cash Box, number three. U.K. Singles, number three. Sweden, uh, and this is what I love when you see the how the other countries pronounce their t- their uh, their top charts. Yeah. This is the Sverige Toppenstan. <laughs> uh, it would hit number one, whatever number one is. I. Uh, in Iceland, it was number one, which is the Icelandsky Listen Top 40, top with two two Ps. Yeah. Um, uh, Canada hit number two. I would love to know what number one was. Oh, it's probably Sherry Keen. Um, Denmark number two. <laughs> uh, Australia number three. Like it just it it hit top ten uh, in uh, like remember. almost every country yeah. it hit. Yeah. Right. And as I was, my problem with this and why I had to include it is while I was trying to think of a fifth one because when I was putting this list together, I'm like, I'm gonna go. I, I, I had some rules when I was sculpting this list, which was um, I don't mind going a little bit Canadian heavy just because, you know, hey, I'm here to educate. Um, <laughs> I wanted I wanted the songs that I listen to regularly and not one of the songs I've listed today. I don't listen to regularly. Right. 
And as I was trying to think of a fifth, I kept getting the lyrics of Two Princes jammed in my head. So I went, fuck it. Fine. Here you go. <laughs> two princes. You happy? You happy, Two Princes? Yeah. I... <laughs> so, do you love this song? But the, yeah. the, the, I, the, the thing the thing that got me because so uh, I'm, I think I'm not the hot 100, um, which is what I was looking. I know it didn't make number one on, on the rock chart on the hot 100. It peaked at seven. Little Miss Can't Be Wrong made the 17. So they're only 10 spots apart. And also right. Little Miss Can't Be Wrong has has the the amazing fucking story that Chris Barron finally told on Twitter like a couple years ago about how his stepmom kept telling him he'd be nothing but a janitor. So he, he wrote a song about her called Little Miss Can't Be Wrong, and it's been played on the radio three million times. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Fucking great. Yeah. No, no I, two princes. See, like, like you said, I, I, I went for songs that uh, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. If they come on, I'm going to turn it up, right? Because the whole point of this exercise is me and Todd are stuck dying on a desert island and want to be happy for a little while <laughs> right that that's yes. that that's that's what we're here to do with all of this yes. and and uh, that that was why like two princes jumped in there almost immediately but then i kind of took it i i before i saw you had it i was already wavering on it because of littleness right. um mm-hmm. then you made it easy and then i knew i could just come back and and and, and uh well do what i'm doing right now and telling you that you're a fucking idiot for me <laughs> <laughs> Can I can I also just say like in in, in looking at this I was doing because I I don't know from Spin Doctors right like yeah. I just go oh yeah Two Prince is cool yeah. um they're from New York City so the same city that spawned the Talking Heads and Interpol <laughs> gave us Two Princes okay I, I mean it, it is a it is you know fairly large area, I get it I guess yes uh, although well no hold on. isn't uh wasn't their guitarist a Canadian Did, didn't you have a uh, I'm, it was Eric Shankman or something? Uh, Eric Shankman, sure. maybe. Pretty, pretty sure he's Canadian. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think it was there, like when the band, because John Popper was part of the original. I, I don't think they were called the Spin Doctors then. He was part of the original original lineup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only playing harmonica back then. Yes. yes. <laughs> Being very fat and playing harmonica. Uh, yes. Uh, see, and, and, see, and they they were another one I looked at too, the same as. Um, uh, we we should do a two hit wonders. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that would be there. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, last one. Let's get this out of the way. I I, I came back home. I came back to Chicago. Um, to to a band. I mean, th- th- this is very 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 much a one hit wonder band. They they did fuck all else besides mm-hmm. this. Um. Made it to number two in the U.S., top five in Canada. Okay. So, see, now we know it's a real track. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and by the by the way, it would not surprise me if the band is Canadian because that's <laughs> totally I mean, how it I mean, works. The, the, the lead singer Jim Pederick does have kind of a, a Canadian uh, Canadian name. Yeah. Um, but uh, and also it did chart in the U.K. I want to say somewhere around. Um, uh, top top thirty. I'm I'm not exactly uh not exactly sure, but uh, the the band The Eyes of March formed out of a, a group of uh, high school students in beautiful Berwyn, Illinois, 
which uh, a lot of people might know is like one, one of the settings for uh, who's is it John Carpenter, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this is like one of the towns they bases. Um, what the fuck's the made up town all of his movies are in? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, from 1970, we got the Eyes of March with a vehicle. <laughs> Inside my car, I got pictures, got candy. I'm a lovable man, and I can take you to the nearest star. I'm your vehicle, baby. I'll take you anywhere you wanna go. I'm your vehicle, woman. By now I'm sure you know that I love you, that I need you. Yeah. I want you, got to have you tried. Great God in heaven, you know I. Goddamn song, so fucking, but like I karaoke this shit. I fucking, if it comes oh. on the radio, I will destroy my neighbor's windows. Uh-huh. This song is fucking amazing. I mean, the horn arrangement and everything. And again, Jim Pederick, who's the lead singer on here, he was 19 when they cut this, which which is like, uh, what's his name in the Spencer Davis group being only 15 when they did uh, Give Me Some Lovin'. Um, you know, like he sounds like a, it's like, if you took someone built like me, right, like mid to late thirties, beard, kind of overweight, cigarette hanging out of his mouth, uh-huh. that's what that's what sounds like is singing this song. Not a nineteen-year-old kid who just graduated from Berwyn 
fucking high school, you know, yes. <laughs> in the suburbs yeah, of yeah. Chicago. Um, it, it, it came out, uh, I can't even think. I mean, it was, it hit like the second this fucking thing dropped, which part of that was, again, being on the CBS record label and being in Chicago, it was getting radio play on like WLS, which at the time you could listen to WLS pretty much anywhere but California, right? right. The, the 50,000 watt powerhouse of WLS broadcasting all across the country. Uh, and, and I think C- or what Warner Brothers, who handled the, the, the distribution for, for CBS, it, it was supposedly their fastest selling single ever by, mm-hmm. by a pretty quick distance. Like this thing hit and it just fucking was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then they never did anything ever again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, but, that, that was it. <laughs> but the, 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 the road is paved with those people. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, speaking of paving. Can I just say of all of we've gone through 10 songs now. Can I just say that uh, this one opens the most creepy? <laughs> well, so he, I'm he, a friendly uh, stranger in a black, black sedan. sedan. What happens at my car? Pictures, got pictures candy. Of candy. He's a lovable man. Take it to the Here's your star. cute kid. <laughs> this is like roll it. This is a soundtrack for the Stranger Danger video. <laughs> Well, I love, he, he wrote it, uh, you know, this is right when he first had the anti-drug phase coming into in, in the American schools. Um, I don't know what it was like in Canada or the UK. I remember like Dare in the 80s after Nancy Reagan decided that, um, you know, drugs were the biggest evil. Uh, but but even back then, I mean, th- this is coming out the back of the 60s, right? They, they don't like the idea of kids smoking the, the reefer. Uh, let alone all the other shit that was coming onto the market. But, but um, so yeah, like like all those bits are references to that. And, and he was he was dating some girl. He had, uh, according to him, he had a Plymouth uh, Valiant, uh, a really big fucking done up. I mean, Plymouth Valiant, gorgeous car. If you don't mm-hmm. remember, go look it up. He thought that this was going to do it. Uh, no, it, it didn't work for her. But what it did do was give him this fucking song, and right away CBS had it out in the fucking market. So uh, uh, it's actually funny, too, because, like, then then he makes it. They kind of go on again, off again, apparently, for a while, and they end up getting buried. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked. Uh, no, no, there's another note on this song, too, which I... I so th- I think this is the... The only one from my early shit that has like an actual guitar solo in it, um, which I, I think for one hit wonders wasn't really a thing to come along until uh, the mid seventies. Um, I mean, with the exception of like in a guy the Vita, but if you're actually right. going to count that, don't don't fucking talk to me. Right. Um, <laughs> they lost a big chunk of the guitar solo in this, um, mm-hmm. which comes from the, uh, the the second Great God in Heaven, you know I love you that part. And then, like, how the guitar solo randomly drops in, it's because it was supposed to start right there. And it they just lost it on the master tape and mm-hmm. uh, decided to leave it there. <laughs> so, that's, ah. that's, that's my favorite bit of trivia since uh, you can hear the F word in Louie Louie. <laughs> and what it is, it's the drummer losing his drumstick. Yep. <laughs> so that everyone was worried about the lyrics of the song, and it's just a sea shanty. Meanwhile, the drummer yells, 
fuck? And you can hear it. It's like, it's beautiful. Well, there, there, there was a, a, something I didn't mention to you going back to the Dell Vikings. If you're all bored, idiot like me who sits around with headphones on, it, it, it's got one of my favorite tropes in music, which is the uh, squeaky bass drum pedal that you can hear the whole time. Yeah. I, I, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, because it, way, it, it doesn't exist anymore. Every the, yeah. the, With digital, they, they don't leave that kind of crap in. No, and it, like, uh, it, it reminds me, first of all, I, I just want to say Louie Louie by the Kingsman should have been on our list. There's a lot of songs that should have been no, on our no list. No, there's no question that should have been on our list. You know what, Sherry Keen, take a leg. Yeah, all right, you're you know, put on the heel and toe. We're bringing in the Kingsman. Bitch. Um, and hey, she's a tour guide, some respect. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but because I get all of my information about uh, factory records from um, uh, 24-hour party people, right. um, setting setting up uh, the the Joy Division drummer on the roof is one of the best things I think. If if it didn't happen, I want it to have happened, and I'm just going to imagine that it happened. So. Uh, let's see more shouts here for. Uh, let's see, we forgot Rick D's with Disco Duck. Uh, uh, we, we didn't get Ray Stevens. Uh, the, the streak with the streak. Sorry, yeah. David. Um, I don't know. <laughs> See, uh, there were a bunch of you know, like Sugar Hill Gang. I wanted to drop in, but it's, I, I, none of I, it had to feel like a one-hit wonder, like at its soul. Yeah, you know, like, like Free was all right now. Technically a one-hit wonder, but come on, Paul Rogers sure. went on to have a huge fucking career, right? Uh, that, that that's not that's not the same thing. And what, the one same. of the ones. One of the ones that I was thinking of, and I was just like, ah, do I pull the trigger on this? Uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby's yep. Got Back. Yeah. It's it just well, every well, time uh, it comes uh, on, you can't not smile. Well, no, it's like tag team, right? Yeah, Both yeah, there yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. You know, I mean, that's, you know, there's there's so many. But it, it had the, to me, the, the true one-hit wonder era was the 60s, you know, and that, that, that phase, which is why, well, pretty much everything on my fucking list is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'll do it. I will, um, unlike with the albums, cause that was kind of a pain in the ass. I'll try to post up links in the comments or, mm-hmm. yeah, well, fuck it. I mean, I'm going to play the whole song. So you, you guys get a shit ton of music in between me and Todd talking. Yeah. Um, and anything we forgot, you can go ahead and tell us. Cause I'm, I'm sure that there's, mm-hmm. you know, thousands and thousands and thousands. There's a hole with no bottom. Jesus. Oh God! I, I didn't even like. I, I didn't even start touching. I, I we could have done like thirty five, and I would still be like, shit. I, I got to leave that one off. Right. Fuck, like, what, where where do I fit afternoon delight in here? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And yeah. then you know, I was also thinking, it's like, how do I shoehorn the bands that I like into here? Is like, yeah. does Skinny Puppy have one? <laughs> do they? Which Cabaret Voltaire do I pick, and do I ignore the other ones? And I got I to get Vicky Lawrence in here. This mm-hmm. is all. God damn it. <laughs> oh man. No, uh, well, it's tough because once you start expanding it, then you start thinking about like, okay, now I can get Nick Lowe in here, even though I don't consider Nick Lowe a one-hit wonder, but now I can. You know, it's you start now. Keep it to five. Make it hard. Make it hard, and don't put Carl Douglas on your fucking list. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or Joe Dolce. (laughs) I shut up your face. All right, so uh, we've got a list of shows that we're going to do. I, uh, maybe we'll just put, like, four of the ideas out on a poll and, and let the users pick the next one. I, th- I think that'd be a that'd be a nice way of, of yeah. soliciting a, a little bit more feedback from everybody. So, mm-hmm. uh, But, uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed it. We'll come back with another one of these in a couple weeks. 
And, uh, of course, we'll be back with a crow pod on Tuesday. So until then, Todd, of course, you can find all his stuff on HeyIt'sTVA.com and find him on Twitter at HeyIt'sTVA. What you got coming up? Uh, just finalizing the next uh, lineup for Write 'em Up, which is the online show. I host at Five Comics. Come to your screen. They do bits all the while. I've got a team of writers writing roast jokes about everything that comic does. Uh, and then I read out the roast jokes verbatim. It's the funnest show on the globe. Uh, and that is coming up the third Friday in May, whatever that is. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, See you then. Except right after. That'd be right after. The, the week after uh, title. title yes. Yes. So, so by, by the time everybody's up, woken up, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be wearing my bucket hat. <laughs> so just be fused to your head by the Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my wife will be like, it smells. Take it off. <laughs> well, how else do I shower, sweetheart? Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, like I said, find, find everything with Todd with the HeyIt'sTVA.com. Of course, I'm always on Twitter, Avoid. And like I said, we'll be back with a crow pod. Tuesday, that one comes free. This one, tell your friends to at least sign up for the the two pound whatever heart and hand subscription because that's the only way you can listen to us talk about this kind of shit. There's a port on a western bay and it serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their home. This harbor town and she works laying whiskey down they say brandy fetch another round she serves them whiskey and wine the sailors say brandy you're a fine Can hear him say, She hears him say, Brandy, you're a